The views expressed on this show do not reflect ArchRival, Adidas, or any other companies associated with them. With that being said, enjoy. It's the Fresh Club. Episode four of season two uh, with your host Ray. Uh, my name is Ray Jefferson, obviously, and my boy Jonathan McQueen. Jonathan, what's going on? Not much, man. Just trying to be like you, man. Whatever Stop. I can do. Stop <laughs> <laughs> that. All right. So today's a big day. Obviously, um, this week is a big week. So let's just start with that. On the 18th, we have a new Pure Boost DPR shoe that's going to come out, hit the market. And we're talking to one of the members who uh, Adidas is looking for as a, from a talent perspective that's actually going to be uh, showcasing the shoe itself. So his name is Adam uh, Francik. I always say his name wrong, but Adam Francik, a.k.a. Adam Runs NYC, is going to be joining the show. So I couldn't be happier. He's a great guy. Uh, excited for that. And then tonight, selfishly, is the NBA draft lottery. So you know me and John are paying close attention to that and everything around the NBA playoffs. So, uh, John, man, uh, what's been going on with you? You ready? Yeah, man, I'm definitely ready. I'm excited about the launch of the shoe. It's just always great to have someone who's basically frontlining the ad campaign. Um, Adam runs things in New York, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, man. So I definitely can't wait to uh, to go ahead and get him on. But before we do that, uh, the music video has come out, but we will not get into that until later on down the line. But, you know, when we always have consumer insights, we got to make sure that we say thank you to our guy, Familiar Max, who did uh, a nice little song for us. And then we shot the music video down in Atlanta. Uh, so, again, without further ado, before we go into Adam's interview, here is our guy, Familiar Max, Only Stripes. There's some stripes on the teeth, on the teeth. There's some stripes on the sneaks, on the sneaks. Won't you take a look at me, look at me? Only gun they gon' see, gon' see. Only stripes, only stripes, yeah. Only stripes, only stripes. Guys, thank you again for joining us for episode four now for season two. And we are happy to be joined by Adam Francique, our guy, influencer, run club leader, model, actor. I mean, do you do? I think you do it all, Adam. <laughs> I don't. I don't act. I don't think I'll be uh, a good actor. But uh, you got it right so far. Um, yeah, runner. Um, I've I've led a couple run. You know, you know, groups, up, especially uptown, which I'll get into later. Um, so I, I kind of just see myself as a. A, uh, a runner and I'm definitely getting into the, the, the influencer realm but definitely making sure I influence um, things that make sense and uh, things that pertain to uh, that connect to my life and also um, that I see in my demographic my people that I, I, I communicate with them on an everyday basis definitely just trying to keep it authentic you know see he's the only reason I say actor is because he's acting humble this man is this man is on everything now, man. This man is on everything. But me and John couldn't be happier to have you on as a guest. I appreciate it. I appreciate you for having me. Oh, man. No worries at all. So 
I know you dove into it a little bit, but I would say tell the people kind of where your journey began, you know, when you first started, obviously, you know, wearing a Boost product or even just Adidas product in general. Right, so, um, well, just kind of take it back a little bit. I've I been running for about three and a half years, and um, I recently uh, started wearing um, Boost product. I, uh, my one-year anniversary of wearing, like, Adidas um, gear has been uh, coming up. It's coming up in June, actually. And, uh, you know, just the transition from, you know, other brands and, you know, being able to try different shoes. And the, the shoes is the particular, is the most important thing. Like, the, the clothing is good. Like, I definitely want to look good. But how my feet like, feel is, like, really, really important to me. So, uh, a company could be, like, really, you know, fashionable with the clothing line. And, but what's my main focus is, like, the shoes and, like, how I feel after a run. And, you know, I'm really, you know satisfied i think that's the word um that i'm looking for like like satisfied with how like healthy like like my legs feel and my knees feel after running with wearing like you know boost product and i've been running in uh three different you know adidas sneakers since starting you know to run in adidas and it's the ultra boost that i've been doing like pretty much my like my long run gym and I have the uh, Adidas, um, Adidas, um, um, Addy Zero Boston, which are like my track speed session. They're flat, you know, so those are like, you know, a little bit less support, but it's, it's good for just kind of like getting from point A to point B super fast. And um, I started off initially with like the Ultra Boost um, Stabilities. Um, so it was it was a more it was a heavier sneaker, but it was definitely a good sneaker to transition from other other brands to Adidas. But now I'm just rocking the the regular Ultra Boost, the long runs, and um, the the Boston's for the shorter distance. And I think yeah, you know, like I said, it's just been about just being satisfied. Like I feel like sometimes I feel like I haven't I haven't even ran. You know, that's how healthy my knees and my legs feel after my runs. I'm not a scientist. I'm not you know, really knowledgeable on the actual science behind these sneakers. But, you know, um, the proof is in the pudding. Like, I, you know, I go out for runs, hard runs, and I come back and I feel, you know, my muscles are sore, but it's not like, you know, joint pains that I'm used to, um, I'm used to feeling. So, you know, I owe it all to this boost technology. You know, I hopefully, you know, which uh, find out some more technology, you know, tips on on the boost and find out what exactly it is that, you know, that, that helps with the support. You know, I'm definitely interested in that. You know, this is my first year, you know, really running with Adidas. So I hope to learn more and more about the shoe itself and how it's really helping me out. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I couldn't try it better myself. I know once I experienced boost for the first time and I know Ray experienced boost for the first time, we were hooked. And we obviously grew up as Nike guys, brand Jordan guys. And to now be, you know, working for the brand and the Adidas Field team, it's awesome. You know, we never thought we'd be here, but we're here because the technology is amazing. And we're here because Adidas has amazing people working for them. So kind of dive a little bit into your Adidas journey. So um, how was your, you know, your first experience with Boost? And uh, go ahead and talk about that first run that you experienced. So uh, I initially, you know, I, 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 I was coming from a different brand. I was going to, you know, pretty much wearing Nike. Um, you know, Adidas reached out. You know, they, they recognized um, this uh, passion that I had, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, called The Body Project. They recognized what I was doing for Uptown Manhattan, uh, where I was born and raised. And it's, uh, they quickly wanted to show their, you know, support. And their support wasn't... Um, you know anything 
you know, huge. It was just like an initial, you know, just like a, you know, let us know if you need anything. You know, we like what you're doing uptown. Um, and I think that goes a long way um, because, you know, at that point, you know, I was just like myself doing all these sessions um, for the Body Project. And um, it was great to see somebody, um, not just somebody, but uh, a billion dollar company recognize, you know, something that I'm doing uptown, which was awesome. I would say I, would say I was hooked right away because I felt the difference and once I, I feel a different um, feeling um, when I'm used to I like that feeling if it feels good I stick with it so that's why I, the, my main thing uh, about like approaching a starting line in a race is feeling healthy right I feel like it's still, that's the most important thing you get you get a feel right when you get to a race you know the jitters are cool the jitters are normal feel nervous that's cool um, but um, it's, there's no greater feeling than um, feeling healthy. You, know, you don't want to approach that starting line, um, you know, with some hurt knees or, you know, joint pains. So, uh, you know, definitely feeling like I could approach my next race healthy is uh, what made me smile, made me happy. So um, that was sort of like that initial feeling. That's what kind of got me hooked to that, uh, to wearing Adidas and uh, and training with it and racing with it. No, no doubt, man. Feeling healthy is definitely the key, man. I gotta I gotta start eating better because I think boost is helping my legs and my joints. But uh, but I gotta I definitely gotta start eating better so that I can yeah. feel healthy every single single day. Yeah. So eating, <laughs> eating better is like something that I'm I'm really starting to get into. And um, so kind of to talk about like the body project a little bit. Last That's year, exactly I how it's real. So you read my mind, man. You read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Tell everybody about the body project because I think that's definitely like one of the one of the coolest kind of significant things. And then obviously with the body project comes some type of you know Adidas type of. Uh, uh, actually, we'll just start with the body project. We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll talk about DPR. Cool. Yeah. Um, so the body project was started. Um, well, it, it, it started for many reasons. There was just so many reasons why it was it started. All personal reasons, but which I've shared to to friends, Instagram, and you know um, different people that I've come in contact with and told about the Body Project. But to kind of like give you an essence on really why the Body Project started, I be, I was training for the Chicago Marathon about two years ago, and this uh, I was at the point where. Um, I was training a lot. I was tra I was running almost every single day, and um, I there were times when I was running alone, and um, I realized that the neighborhood that I lived in was very much deprived of activations, physical activations. Just like everywhere I look around, uh, I, I didn't see anything um, that was readily available for the residents that I live. I live in Washington Heights, um, Manhattan. Um, it's a predominantly um, Hispanic neighborhood. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I can, just by me telling you that, you, you, I'm sure you know that, you know, not a lot of money is put into these neighborhoods for these activations. And the reason why I noticed these things for, for the first time was because uh, my wife was pregnant. So um, I was used to going all over the city to, to join activations and run. So I was happy. I was, I was good. And, but once my wife got pregnant, I wanted to stay close. You know, y'all never knew if anything was gonna happen. I wanted to stay close to my wife. I didn't want to go too far. Um, so I decided to continue the majority of my training, about 90% of my training, uptown, close to home, in the vicinity, just in case. So I noticed, I'm like, there's not a lot of options here for um, group runs, um, workouts, 
and I, I felt like I, I it was my duty to um, help change that or to initiate some kind of that some kind of change in that because I want to be able to to look up any free um, workouts uh, or um, running groups in you know a mile two radius of my apartment. Um, I want my neighbors to be able to do that as well, like because. I live in a neighborhood that's activation deprived. You know, I'm not the only one here. There's so many other people that could benefit from these act, these great activations that are happening south of Central Park. So um, I feel like you know, um, let's let's just do it. Let's bring it to this neighborhood. Um, this was something that I started on my own, but it grew to um, get some support from you know some good friends and running partners, which I'm going to talk about later on. But this, I'm, I'm a teacher full time. I didn't mention that I'm also a teacher, so I have the I would say the the luxury, the, the benefit to have my summers off. So I decided that I'm going to utilize five days a week of my summers um, to provide free activations to residents of Uptown. So I, it was anywhere between stair repeats at our, um, like, you know, like uh, 110 um, steps. It was a new complex that they, they put together where it was just, uh, just beautiful steps. We did stair repeats. We did hill repeats one day, um, hit workouts different um morning runs so literally five days a week there was a different workout between june and about mid-august i had to give myself a little break before i went back into work but definitely from june until mid-august it was activations five days a week and i was leading them so it was a tired it was tiring summer but i felt really fulfilled to to bring that to Washington Heights. a lot of attention was being um, focus on this. Uh, a lot of people were showing a lot of love. And one of the things I really wanted to um, emphasize about the Body Project was it wasn't um, a training um, group. It wasn't something that was goal-oriented. Like, it, the only goal that I wanted for anybody that joined the Body Project was to join a run club, to join a gym, to seek a personal trainer. Um, so, or to seek uh, a free activation elsewhere um, or to fight for uh, stuff that you know fight for activations to come to their neighborhood but I did not want to drill in people's minds you must eat this way or you must uh, do this many sit-ups or you must just initially just getting off your couch and um, or off your bed or out of your apartment and getting out was my job and my goal every single day of that summer and um, it was it was an amazing summer over like over 700 RSVPs um, to the sessions over about eight weeks of sessions. So that was awesome. And I got tons of support. Um, obviously, Adidas recognized um, Muscle Milk was a huge sponsor in, um, in my activations. And I was able to continue with, um, you know, not as much because, you know, of the schedule change once the fall came, but I definitely was able to scale down to about three to two sessions a week of activations during the fall, spring, and now I'm gearing up to, um, we're getting ready for the summer right now, and it's looking bright. I'm introducing three um, sessions, brand new sessions, where I'm keeping my hit workouts, I'm keeping my stair workouts, but I'm, I'm introducing a couple more um, sessions. One session is, is going to be uh, called Project Yoga, which is, I'm not leading it because I'm not a yogi, but I reached out to several different yogis um, of Uptown, and we're going to be providing free yoga to Uptown residents um, once a week, 
and another session which is actually something anybody can be a part of because it's a digital session it's uh called project vegan where i'm uh, diving into um the benefits of um being um living a, a vegan lifestyle vegetarian lifestyle um or um uh, and then just sort of like seeing those options because you know i i'm caribbean i i eat heavy meat i'm not gonna lie it's definitely something that you know i, I was brought up with and um there are definitely some benefits to not um, the, the slowing down the intake of meat into your system. I've been before I I wanted to introduce Project Vegan. I decided that I'm going to live a vegan lifestyle because I don't believe in promoting anything that I don't take um, partake in myself. Um, so uh, I am actually I've been doing this for almost a month. Um, so I've been living a, living a vegan lifestyle. I haven't really you know promoted it. I haven't put it out there on Instagram or anything. I thought this is more of a personal journey that I wanted to go through and kind of really experience it and not really make it about you know um, the body project. I really wanted to just make it about me. So I've been living. This is the first time I actually told anybody, but I've been living like a vegan lifestyle or um, um, since then. But not really um, too strong vegan. You know, I definitely um, have been eating fish or I guess uh, people will call that vegetarian or pescatarian. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely been um, beneficial to me. I feel myself feeling a lot healthier, um, and it's definitely benefited my runs and my workouts in, in different aspects. But uh, I'm gonna I have reached out to a, a friend of mine. She is a uptown Bronx resident, and she is a vegan. She is uh, she makes her own recipes, and she is on board to um, provide about two recipes uh, per week, uh, only using uptown ingredients so very caribbean ingredients things that you can find in your own supermarket so again these uh this is another topic of conversation how uptown is deprived of certain things we can't we don't really find whole foods everywhere um we don't really find um trader joe's everywhere as close as possible in uptown so it's very difficult to eat and make healthier choices so but it's not impossible and with this program um, Project Vegan, we're going to show like, you know, all you have to do is go to your nearest supermarket and we're going to show you the right ingredients for you to um, create this dope dish and um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to taste better than what you're usually um, eating uptown. So, uh, and it's going to have the same flavor and, you know, even your grandparents who are from the islands are going to love it, you know, so um, that's what we're going to introduce. So, Project Hit, Project Stairs, uh, Project Vegan and Project Yoga um, starting June, the first Monday in June. And it's going to go on to about mid-August. And I'm going to have the schedule up um, pretty soon. Pretty soon. So people can RSVP and share it around. That's up, man. Hey, all about giving back to the community, man. So uh, congrats on the healthy lifestyle. Wish you nothing but the best as far as your journey on being a vegan, man. But we'll go ahead and jump into a little bit of questions about the marketing ad campaign that you did for the new Adidas Peer Boost DPR. So go on and tell us about that story, um, kind of your little details about the shoe and um, some of the aspects you do love about the new um, Peer Boost EPR. Right. So, uh, again, I was born and raised in New York City, so a lot of the New York City um, campaigns I'm heavily involved in with um, Adidas. Um, it makes sense. It's just sort of like, you know, where I run all the time, so I know a lot of the ins and outs of New York City. Um, and they reached out to me to, uh, to be a part of this campaign. And I think at that point, I... Uh, I, I ran I ran in Pure Boost before, but it, it was just, you know, not that many runs and, you know, um, didn't get too much runs and, and they came out with this new DPR and the Pure Boost DPR and I actually liked it even better than the previous um, Pure Boost. So, uh, 
it, I definitely felt like this is a shoe. Once it's out, I'm going to be able to really kind of put some more miles into this one. What really, um, you know, well, touching on the, the the production and sort of like the the marketing of the Pure Boost DPR, it was very New York City. It was very authentic. We, uh, you know, it was it was shot in New York City. You know, no real um, street closures at all. It was just like let's capture the city for what it is. You know, um, no props. No, it was just like really authentic New York City. It was downtown. Um, Chinatown area and we did some couple, a couple stuff on Williamsburg Bridge which was pretty dope um, it wasn't the middle of February by the way but it was uh, it was definitely an experience um, to be doing all these shots um, myself especially not really being you know not really being you know a model but you know not so I'm not used to this lifestyle at all but you know the, the, the dope thing about it was that I didn't feel like a model like it was just like let's run like you know we were just running and it was super authentic to a runner's lifestyle that was uh, pretty cool about the whole marketing about it it was authentic in fact that I can give it one word it was just authentic um, and as far as the sneaker itself like I, I you know it's, it's meant to be like a street racers uh, sneaker it's it's like flat as a flat like you know front bottom uh, and it, it just helps you to kind of like hit those corners and helps you to kind of like stay low to the ground and you know, uh, you know, make sure like if you, you you stay you're safe, yet fast at the same time. And I, I think that's you know super important. That's you know myself. You know, being able to kind of like run in the city is you know my that's why I love New York City. The, the fact that I can just like go out my my apartment and just run. I don't have to worry about highways. I don't have to you know I don't live on a highway. I live in the street. So I, I use like the city as like my grid and. This is a sneaker for me as, as far as like leaving my apartment on a daily basis and going out to run. Uh, this is uh, this this makes sense for for myself. It makes sense for anybody that's running in the city. It's it's I, I feel like it's unlike any you know pure boost that's come out. And um, this is uh, definitely a sneaker that I'm I'm looking forward to um, running and only because I I did test drive it a little bit. So you know I can't wait for it to actually release. It's um supposed to be releasing on uh the 18th so um looking forward to that so um, may 18th uh, i'm definitely gonna have a pair for sure yes yeah no it, like you said i mean from the freaking the system that is that is built off of to the circular net to the fact it's only nine ounces and it's still like what 150 dollar shoe like that's that's pretty much the best that you can get you know for that technology and everything else so you did an amazing job man don't let anybody tell you you're not a model you killed that uh, <laughs> and then my man so let me get into this so not only are you on the marketing for the new dpr shoe but you and quezzy and all these other amazing people got to collaborate on a shoe i know you can't spill all the details on that but yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? Go ahead and talk about that. I feel like, well, man, forget Adam runs New York. Adam runs Adidas. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, you right. One thing, I can't talk up too much about it, but uh, myself, Quasi, um, Jesse Zappo, uh, David Perry, um, Lee Gerson, these are uh, amazing runners of New York City. We uh, we are uh, either born and raised here or we have made New York City our home. Right, so it, it uh, Adidas reached out to us to um, 
build something for New York City, right? It, and, you know, it's just to, to build a sneaker from the ground up for New York City. Um, and it's, it was more than just um, creating, um, talking about colors. And it was, it was more than that. It, we spent very little time about talking about that. It was, it was heavily about performance. And, and when I said, these are great runners, I was amongst. And it wasn't just a sneaker for the greatest runner. It was a sneaker for the new runner. It was a sneaker for the runner that doesn't think that they are um, good enough. You know, it was for every single runner because we have all been in there in that, um, that, 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 that path at one point. You know, we've all been new runners. We've all been fast runners. And then we've declined at some point. Then we've, you know, um, gone back up to where we needed to be. So um, this sneaker is going to be... Um, for all runners of New York City, it's gonna have everything that uh, we could dream of because they—that's what they told us. It was all everything was pretty much up to us. So, you know, that was a great thing. So it was everything that we could sort of dream of and you know bring to the table. And it's—it's um, it's not done. We're gonna be you know definitely going into uh, you know we're still in you know production and creation of it. But that was the first the first initial. Um, you know, introduction to that, you know, definitely going into some testing of some current models. I'm talking about some old models that we, you know, we run in for Adidas. What were some good things? What were some bad things? What can we build upon? You know, talking about the city and what's the, what is, you know, what makes New York City, you know, um, good for running, what makes it bad for running. Talk, thinking about things like that, you know, as a runner, what do you think about when we're running? Um, and we went to some good, like, you know, um, consumer insights uh also and then we got into the, the science and the performance of a sneaker and like what like what's inside of it which is when i sort of was beginning to really understand this this boost technology and you know really understanding what it is about it that um that makes runs more efficient and you know so it's it was a it was a long 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 day um but it was definitely the beginning of something that's going to be really um, good for running in New York City for sure. It's, it's gonna be really big, really, really big. Thank you for recommending yeah. that. Oh no, man! Thank you, man. That's awesome. Shout out to obviously Adidas running, Adidas New York. Uh, but man, I think one thing I forgot to mention earlier is that you are the creator that I think Adidas is targeting. Like you're literally have your hand in almost every single aspect of everything. So that's why I definitely wanted to make sure we got you on. And before we get you off, I know we obviously talked off air about it. And the first time I, I had the chance to meet you, we talked about it a little bit, but explain to everybody what never not bootlegging is. Right. <laughs> so, I yeah. Think, uh, <laughs> no, because that, that, that is definitely something that they need to be up yeah. for. And never not bootlegging, we also call it NMB NYC. It is, uh, it is a joke. It is funny. It is fun. It's something that, um, it's something that myself and my partner Hector Espinal, he's a, a, a Uptown resident. He's the founder of We Run Uptown, which is the crew that got me into running three and a half years ago. Um, he and I were just, I don't know what we were doing that day, but he came to me and he asked me, he said, I'm really good with design and um, I've been working on Photoshop since eighth grade and like this was like photos this is before photoshop was cool like this was like a photoshop 7.0 so i was like my mom was really sheltered and i was like she was like use the computer like you know like so i was definitely into like graphic design web page building at a very young age and um so i kept that a, a trait 
every single year of my life. Like, I just felt like that's something that I need to know. That's something that, um, the way the future is going, like, it's, it's, you need to know how to use a computer. You don't have to, need to know how to use it well for the right reason. So, you know, he knows that I was a good designer. So he was like, yo, I need this, sh- uh, I need this shirt. Um, can you make it? Can you recreate it? And at that, it was the shirt design was anti-running running club, which is a bootleg of, um, the popular fashion, um, um cult clothing line whatever you want to call it um anti-social social club so i was like yeah that's not a problem i can do that like give me like an hour maybe less uh i was like why though why do you want why do you want me to do it like why can't you just ask this guy he's like oh well i i emailed this guy or i dm this guy and the person that he saw um saw it on and the guy just was like he left him on scene like it was just it was just a bad situation he just wasn't trying to give this guy uh, my friend Hector a shirt, and I'm sure Hector would have paid for it. Not not the you know the problem, but um, Hector was really, he really wanted the shirt, and I think he really wanted the shirt not because it looked good, but because it connected with this whole idea of why. And I'm going to talk about like the idea of why in a minute. Um, but you know, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I created the shirt, I recreated the shirt, and um, it. You know, I I wore it. I think he wore it, and uh, another friend of ours wore it. So like three shirts that fit, that's out in the United States. And this other guy that has a shirt is like overseas, and like um, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not sure where exactly, but it's like uh, I think like Thailand or something like that. But you know, so we are like, to our knowledge, the only person that's like promoting it or out there wearing it in the United States, or at least in New York. So once we put it on the gram, we had no intentions of selling anything zero um but everybody was commenting everybody was liking it, everybody was posting that they wanted a piece of it you know it was it was something that everybody in new york city wanted so we were just like well who are we to keep it from the people you know like if they want it let's, let's figure out a way we've never sold anything before as far as the merchandise or t-shirts so this was all new um territory for us but it, we we quickly learned what it takes to you know create, um, produce, and distribute, and it's been going on for wow since I want to say since um, September. We were like, well, let's let's figure out this thing. Maybe we have something here. Like you know, so we then we created a name. They were like, oh, let, let's bootleg stuff. So we said, okay, we're never not bootlegging. I think we had a couple other names that was kind of whack, but. You know, I'm not going to say it anymore, <laughs> but it was just really that whack. But never not bootlegging stuck, and it worked. And uh, we uh, we bootlegged, um, I still like Pablo, so we uh, we bootlegged that to I feel like running. And instead of Pablo, 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 back, it just said Miles, Miles, Miles. So I feel like running Miles, Miles, Miles. And um, so uh, I think, and then after that, we did, uh, we did a... A bootleg off of Drake's Revenge tour, and our, he has the Revenge, like in the orange um, words, and it's like sort of like a curve, like sort of like a college font a little bit at the university. And we we bootleg that to uh, Running in the, in the in the chest, and we on the wrist, which Drake was dope about with this drop. He uh, he put like um, really good details on it, so it's like looking for revenge on the wrist. We put looking for a race on the race on the wrist, so that was pretty good. That was pretty popular as well. And um, yeah, we've been. Those are our, our really good, um, you know, items. We just launched. Uh, we just dropped a, a a pace 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 drop. So that pace 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 drop is a bootleg of Palace Skateboards, um, which is very popular overseas in London. And that's where it was started, and it's also popular here. They just did like this huge shop downtown Seoul. So um, we we bootleg that. So we have about good like four 
four five bootlegs that we've worked on um we haven't gotten sued yet um we might after this interview but uh you know <laughs> the fun thing is <laughs> the, the good thing is you know it's um it's it's not like uh like oh, we grew up thinking about this you know, this is our we want to make t-shirts this is something that we were just having fun with and um at the end of the day, if we go back to just making t-shirts for ourselves, then we're happy. You know, it's it's about the why. Like Hector resonated with that that anti-running running club when he saw it. That whole concept of the why, like you know, to be a a, a part of a running club, but be anti-running is you could, that resonates with many runners because it's it, it hurts. Running hurts sometimes. I talked in early in this interview. I talked about how when I was running and I was training for Chicago Marathon, it was just or just running in general, it would hurt all the time. It was just painful, you know, whether you're running correctly or whether you're running incorrectly. It's gonna hurt. So you're a part of this club, but sometimes it hurts, and and, and uh, sometimes you don't want to be a part of it, but you're there and you always come back to it. That's the thing. You're a part of this club um, by choice. So that's why I think he resonated with it. That's why I did. I, I got into it. And that's why I think a lot of our customers did. And, you know, we sell out every drop. Every drop we, we sell out. Um, so it's been, you know, really successful. The um, And people are still buying it. We, we do like a, a drop basis and then we just sell out and we stop selling for like a good, you know, month. And then we come out with another something else. But right now we're at the point where a lot of people are asking for it. So um, on the website, which is nnb.nyc, uh, we do have one item, which is the anti-running running club. OG black short sleeves just to kind of keep the, the people fed you know, you know I, I don't want to you know we don't who are, who are we to say no you can't have this we don't ever want that feeling because that's the way Hector felt that's the way he felt when he couldn't get that shirt in to begin with you know and that's why that shirt got bootlegged so you know we don't ever want people to feel like they can't get something so we have it on the site 24 hours so anybody can get it um, so that's never going to sell out. That's always going to be there. But um, anytime we do a new drop or a new colorway, new pattern, we would just drop it for like 72 hours. And then it's, it's usually, you know, it's either 72 hours or sold out. So and they they pretty much sell out um, every drop. So it's been super fun, super successful. And uh, we owe it all to the community, the running community. The running community in New York City, um, people buy it in, in, in Russia, Australia, Los Angeles, all over the United States, people that we don't even know are, are eating this, uh, these pieces up because it, it just connects with them. They understand it. It's not just a piece that looks good. It's, it's, it's a piece that um, resonates with their miles. And, um, that's the important part. I think, you know, just wearing something that you believe in, you know? Yeah, man. I literally just ordered mine. I, I literally just ordered I was like... Oh, like, man. I appreciate you. I saw, the, I saw the pace one on social media, but I didn't... Obviously, I wasn't... I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't hit to it to, to get on in enough time to... Yeah, it, it goes... Definitely. It comes in, and usually about 48, 72 hours, we just close it. You know, it's just either like... It's too many sales, you know, because it's just him and I, you know, so it's like, you know, it's too many sales for us to kind of handle. We want to get these things out to, to people or we just sell out right away. So um, it's, it definitely goes fast, you know, but we definitely keep an item on the site 24 hours um, for purchase. So that never sells out. So if anybody wants to go on that's listening, nnb.nyc, and you can get yourself an anti-running running club shirt. That's what's up, Adam. I mean, great information. I want to let the people know where they can find you at on social media and follow your movement, man. Absolutely. I just stick to Instagram. 
Um, I feel I'm a, I'm a big advocate for Instagram. If Instagram is listening, I would love to do some work with you. But I feel like Instagram is, like, taking over. So um, I'm only on Instagram. Adam Runs NYC is the Instagram handle. Follow me. Uh, I like to um, just keep it about running, keep it about fitness, positive positivity. Um, I don't believe in um, keeping secrets about anything that I do. If I'm trying something new, I'm going to share it on Instagram. I'm going to try my best to motivate someone else and if anybody ever says thank you to me I just say to pay it forward like that's my only thing I just say pay it forward because um, that's how the world goes around like I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for my coaches if it wasn't for um, the people I saw on Instagram you know so I needed that just as much as they needed they needed it from me so you know I asked that they just pay it forward to somebody that needs it you know there's always a new runner somewhere facts bro that was awesome thank you again bro for Thank you. No, man, we appreciate it, man. This guy is a superstar. He's super humble. He's always treated me like I was, like I was somebody. So I always. You are, man. You are, man. Like, yeah, man. You guys are doing the thing, man. Stripe Talk is like, you know, and I love the fact that you guys got an app, man. Like, you know, I'm so like, you know, technology based, you know, and so it's like any way a company could just like, or a brand can just like elevate with technology is like super important to me. I don't know how important that is, but it's like. It just means a lot, and I just see that you guys are just doing the right thing, man. You got, you got on the right path. When I mention your name, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Rain Johnson. Like, you know, just even talking to Adidas, like, you know, I just let them know that, yeah, I'm jumping on this interview. They're like, yeah, Rain Johnson. Like, so, like, you guys are making your names, um, you know, known and bringing this brand, Strap Talk, to a different level, and I just wish you guys the best, man. You guys you are killing it, man. That's about my heart. So thank you for having me. This is not the last time we're going to connect and work together. In the beginning. Holy stripes, holy stripes. Yeah, we doing it this year, baby. Stripe talk. Adidas, man. Jay McQueen, you're looking out, bro. SZN2 with Ray and Jay on the way. Yo, thank you again, man. I can't say thank you enough to that man. Such a humble, amazing guy. Again, follow him on all his social media, The Body Project, Never Not Bootlegging, all that, man. Make sure you guys uh, cop a t-shirt and support. But transitioning, we got to go ahead and go right into the shoe. As he was talking about, one of the best shoes coming out, the new Pure Boost DPR. So Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell, a little, tell a little more about the shoe, you know? Definitely not the tech expert, man. I'm going to turn to you on that, but I'll give you a few selling techniques with the shoe, a um, few key points, I would say, with the shoe. So the Pure Boost DPR is, of course, energized. Boost is our most responsive cushioning ever. Uh, the more energy you give, the more energy you get. Of course, it's adaptable. Um, the circular knit creates an adaptive fit, a stretch material that moves with your feet. The wider forefoot design offers higher traction for acceleration and cutting corners. So I'm going to turn to you for fit, feel, and transition, man. Oh, man, you always put me on the spot. All right, so from what I know, fit, we'll start with that. That's a circular knit. You know, some of the benefits are the seamless uh, knitted upper that's engineered based off of, like, the Aramis research um, for superior comfort and support. Uh, and then I know for feel, I always talk about boost. Obviously, that's endless energy. Um, but also it's the system, man. I mean, the natural boost experience at a um, eight millimeter heel to toe offset, it provides more natural boost and a platform for the runner, uh, for the person that's running in the streets. And then obviously for transition, 
You know, you got people like me that are wider foot. Um, so that's adaptive transition uh, with that stretch web technology that we're known for in most of our boost products. So I think it's going to be an excellent shoe. I know I obviously have the new pure boost that just came out, but I also want to make sure that I go support my man, Adam, because it almost feels like he has his own shoe. And that's crazy to me to even think. I see him on all the marketing, all my DSG uh, footwear associates all have the shoe. So, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to make sure that I go cop me some DPRs. I, I might wait till the 30th because on the 30th, they got the same one that we have on the cover art. But I mean, I don't know, it's going to be tough. I got them in my store right now. I can't be walking around without having some DPR on my feet. So everybody go cop those Pure Boost DPR. And again, shout out to our guy, Adam. And thank you again for being on the show. Uh, so transitioning from that, we got to go ahead and talk a little basketball, my guy. So obviously the NBA playoffs are going on. So we're not going to hype up that because we all know it's going to be, you know, the Warriors versus uh, the Cavaliers. However, though, I do want to talk about tonight's NBA draft lottery. And as a Laker fan, I know you got a lot of thoughts on, on tonight. I know we're both praying to make sure we're in the top three because as we know, if we get out of the top three, we will no longer keep our pick. Um, so we want to make sure we land in the top three. So, John, what do you what do you think the Lakers really, really need right now? And I'm gonna turn this into almost like a Laker podcast, Laker Nation. If you guys are listening, retweet this. Um, but what do you think we need tonight? And then after we speak on the Lakers and our personal feelings, then we'll talk about the whole lottery. Might even touch on that guy, uh, Zo Two Lonzo Ball. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean Mister Four Ninety Five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four Ninety Five, <laughs> man, for real. But uh, but yeah, go ahead and give the people a little insight on the, on our Lakers. Obviously, we're Laker fans. Um, we know that we've been having bad years, so this is no surprise to anyone. We've been having bad years. However, we're not the Knicks. Okay, let's be real. We're not the Knicks. Um, so we have been making strategic moves to get better players in. We have younger talent, obviously. We have D'Angelo Russell. We have Ingram that we brought in from Duke. Obviously, three-stripe guy, so we definitely got to rep that. But I feel like this year's draft is really, 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 really crucial. We got to make sure that we get not only a player that's going to impact us, but definitely not a future project. I feel like Ingram's a few years away from being that ultimate player. But I think if we can go ahead and package him with someone that's amazing from the start, like Azo, um, that will put us over the top for sure, man. What are your thoughts? See, for me, I'm I'm kind of confused. One day I love Julius Randle, the next day I can't stand him. One day I love Jordan Clarkson, the next day I don't know what he's doing out there. Same thing with D'Angelo. Like, I think we have a ton, a ton of talent. And we've done a really good job getting people, you know, in the, uh, the draft. And not even just in the lottery, you know, with those guys, but also, you know, getting a Jordan Clarkson in the second round or getting a Larry Nance Jr. or a Zoo, Zoo Blocker. Um, so I won't go too, too far into detail, but I really am keeping an eye on, obviously, you know, you got the Celtics will be in there because they get the Nets pick. Uh, Phoenix, I think, is a team that they're maybe two or three pieces away from actually, like, really doing some things. Uh, obviously, our Lakers, we just need a direction. Like, if we are going to go Lonzo, then does that mean D'Angelo moves to the two? Or does that mean we ship him out? You know, like, I don't know what we're going to do. I think we're, I think we really want Alonzo. Uh, I call him Alonzo, but I think we really want Lonzo Ball, but we'll see. Obviously, I think De'Aaron Fox is a dog, too. You see how well John Wall's playing in the playoffs. And I think De'Aaron Fox is a smaller, you know, uh, version of that. Um, we got guys like Jason Tatum who balled out, Jonathan Isaac, he looks like he could be special. 
Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., you know, he held up NC State. NC State hasn't been good forever. And now Dennis Smith Jr. comes there and they're beating Duke, doing things. Malik Monk, he dropped, what, 40-something, 50-something on my, on my Tar Heels. Uh, so he can shoot. I just think he's a little undersized. Uh, that guy, Lori, uh, they call him the unicorn, baby unicorn, the kid from Arizona, uh, some overseas guys. So there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of guys, obviously Markel, I didn't even mention Markel Bolts and Josh Jackson, but there's a ton of guys that, that no matter where we fall, we can get some talent. It's just, obviously we got to stay in that top three. So really, really depends, man. I'll have, I'll have way more insight on what we should do once the results come out. But for right now, I think Magic Johnson, everybody else's, their heart is set on Lonzo Ball. And I think that Lonzo Ball's dad transitioning to these to these shoes, I think Lonzo Ball's dad is trying to make it so that nobody else wants his son besides the Lakers. I think he's I think he's doing everything in his power to piss as many people off as he can so that the Lakers, no matter where they land, even if it's outside of the top three and they got to trade somebody to get him, I think no matter what, he's trying to get, make his son end up in LA, which is smart, but at the same time, it is a little bit annoying. And that 495 is crazy, bro. It looks like he just reversed in the back of the shoe. Don't even look like Boost. Uh, you know what, my mix, excuse me, I have mixed thoughts on the whole Lonzo Ball shoe situation. Obviously 495 is ridiculous. This is not resale, this is wholesale first. So um, definitely you can go out there on the internet and get his V2 reselled for under, you know, $500. So I just feel like for your shoe to start at 495 with no type of, you know, shots made in the NBA is a little ridiculous. So, you know, sometimes you gotta have those parents just, you know, fade into black and uh, do your own thing. And I feel like he needs to make sure that he's taking control of his own life and making sure that he's not scaring NBA teams away because we definitely want him to be a Laker. Well, transitioning from basketball, cause obviously this is not the basketball podcast. We'll have that one day. But, um, all right, so transitioning from that, my guy, we got to talk about this music video we shot. I think this is pretty epic. We went down to Atlanta for your little, you know, guys bachelor weekend, which was awesome. Again, thank you and congratulations to you and Yolanda. Uh, can't wait for the wedding. But Thanks, let's go ahead and give the people a little insight. We got the link with the Atlanta crew. We did a contest. Our boy Billy won the contest. So that video went out, that went viral, but this music video is crazy. So talk about Only Strikes, man. Um, definitely, we wanted to make sure that season two was amazing. Obviously, we want to follow up season one, um, but if everybody listens to us, has seen our season finale last year with our main guy from the Jelly Fam, JQ, Javon Quinterly from Jersey. So obviously, we want to follow that up. And this year, we got an opportunity to shoot the video, our man, Max, familiar Max out here in Columbia, South Carolina, did the thing with the vocals. We were able to link up, make things happen in Atlanta, like you said. We linked up with a couple of Atlanta field agents and uh, made it happen now. Yeah, it was super awesome. I mean, we shot the video in the same location as like Player Circle and Lil Wayne and all these amazing Atlanta artists. And I know I can't talk for everybody's perspective, but from my perspective, man, it was it was crazy to be able to produce that, shoot it, Shout-outs to Trey for coming through. Um, Shout-outs to Sin. Um, Shout-outs to Fletcher. Man, Fletcher was holding us down all weekend. So shout-outs to the, to the big bro, Fletcher. And then obviously shout-outs to Max, Chris, um, you know, Sam for coming through. If I'm forgetting anybody's name, I'm so sorry, Jackie. Uh, so shout-outs to everybody on that end. The video was super-duper fun to do. 
uh, nothing but positive vibes. And uh, yeah, man, it was kind of cool. We were we were actually music video producers for a day, so that was kind of kind of crazy. But unfortunately, just like that time in Atlanta has to end, the show has to end too. So I want us to go ahead, kick off words of wisdom. So uh, which wait. Did I go first? I don't even remember who went nah, first. No, nah, I went first last week. You went first last sure. week? Yeah, oh, it's your turn this week. Man. <laughs> I'll start off then. My words of wisdom is going to be um, one that I, I forget where I found this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. it's going to be <clears throat> a secret to happiness is letting every situation be what it is instead of what you think it should be. So very simple, guys. You know, life is... 90% how you react to it and 10% what actually happens. So I would say, man, just go out there and make the best of every single situation. Open yourself up to new possibilities, new things, and always be learning, man. That's the, that's the main thing. That's what I've learned in my life, my 28 years on this earth. You just always got to be learning and you always got to be, you know, in the mindset of, uh, of being an open thinker and just, just taking things as they come and go ahead and executing and making sure you get stuff done. Or as uh, Nicole would say, GSD, GSD, get ish done. So that's my words of wisdom. Uh, John, what you got for us? I got a little bit of Adidas, man, um, for this one. Adidas words of wisdom from, of course, the one and only Mark King, North America president of Adidas. He says to be the best sports brand in the world, you have to be the best sports brand in America. And I feel like Adidas is making that way to the best sports brand in America. When I started in my door over a year ago, I literally started in that door with one or two pairs of shoes and men's and women's. And now literally we're running footwear deck. And I know people are seeing the change from Adidas and I'm just happy to be a part of it, man. So uh, definitely we took that first year with season one and we were about to do it in season two, man. So to be the best podcast in the world, we have to be the best podcast in America first. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. <laughs> so uh, on that note, I mean, I couldn't say that any, any better myself. Uh, we're on a mission to be the best podcast in, in America and then in the world, like my man said. So we will see you guys. And uh, oh. We'll drop a little nugget here. Stay tuned because we have some big, 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 big announcements, big things happening. So uh, keep it locked. Download the app. Tell your friends about us. Stripetalk.com, iTunes, SoundCloud. We out here, baby.